0: Hello, good evening, um, welcome to Puri Go Reader by Papa Demi Burak Nidamola and in this podcast we will be looking at HRT501, sorry it's coming late but any which ways it's still helpful. So HRT501 we talked about vegetable and its disciples. So <clears throat> Horticulture is the, simply the science of cultivations of garden crops under intensive care and there are different branches we have the study of flowers which is floriculture and the one for tree crops which is pomology, fruit tree crops and the one for environment which is landscape but the major concern is our interest in vegetable and the study of that is called olericulture So what is vegetable? Vegetables are herbaceous plants that the roots, stem, shoots might be edible and are consumed whole or with minimal cooking to supplement staple food materials. So what are the characteristics of these vegetables? Firstly it must be abacious and it must be able to be consumed raw or by minimal cooking and it must also complement nutrient supply. What are the importance? So what are the importance of um, vegetables? We have the first one being that it complements nutrients in staple food and it supplies deficient nutrients in other food like calcium and iron. It also helps prevent goitra, as in terms of okra which contains iodine and is a rich source of vitamin A, B, C and E. Vegetables also serve as acid neutralizers and they aid digestion and prevent constipation. To your surprise, vegetables can also give you protein, like the green peas, and um, vernonia colorata, that's bitter leaf. We also have um, the two types of goods that vegetables can be classified into. it can be classified as primary goods. Those are the ones that you consume without processing, and the ones that are consumed With processing like the oil When vegetable seeds are processed into oil Vegetable oil Or you have um, paste Or you have sauces Those are called secondary groups Okay, so welcome back And we will be looking at this in this session we'll be looking at the classification of vegetables and the types of vegetables that we have. see most of the popular vegetables are potato, tomato, watermelon, onions and the largest producer of vegetables are China and then India. We also have USA, Nigeria, Norway, Mexico, talky many more like that. So what are the classifications of vegetables? You can classify vegetables according to botany and taxonomy in the sense that, you know, vegetables belong to the division of spermatophyta, and spermatophyta have subdivisions into angiosperms and gymnosperms. The angiosperms are true seed-bearing most spams are false seed bearing. The angiosperms could be monocots, the, or and all the dicots, But the families of vegetable berries, like the alliaceae, like the garlic family, the liliaceae, the poaceae, the muavaceae, the araceae. Many more families like that. But that's on classification binomial nomenclature then the frequency can also be classified according to the frequency of cultivation Um, some vegetables are cultivated regularly like onions, celosia, hebusi, tomato and some are cultivated um, occasionally or they are wild vegetables like the mushroom, the agaricus Celosia trigona ajefao, that's not so common. We also have vegetables that are classified according to their maturity time, harvest pattern, or growth habits. The growth habits some vegetables are climbing, they have climbing growth habits like the snake god, the pumpkin, the ito melon, and some are creeping like the cucumber, watermelon. And if it's about the maturity time, some can be harvested one to three times over a week. Uh, Another classification is according to season and climate. Some vegetables are cool season, and some vegetables are warm season. The cool season are the cabbage, the garlic, the onions, potato. When I say potato, I'm referring to Irish potato. If i'm referring to otherwise i'm going to add it sweet potato then we also have the warm season like the tomato the pepper the okra the melon and um, sweet potato is part of the warm season vegetables now we can also classify these according to their part of this portion the parts that are of interest to us some vegetables are leafy, some are fruit vegetables, some are seed vegetables, some are root vegetables, the leafy like the amaranth, amaranthos, or the shokos, alusia, my friend chef Lemich, or the fruits like tomato, we have the seed vegetables like the melon, as a see. We also have the root vegetables like the potatoes. Vegetables are classified uh, low. They are of two types rather. I don't want to use the word classified. They are the indigenous and the exotic uh, vegetables. The indigenous vegetables are associated with the hot, humid, tropical Africa, Nilewambi, of high temperature and heavy rainfall, supplements, starchy food, since that's what we eat most in this part of the world. And it is prominent in backyard farms. Women and children are the key players in this production. And the fertilizer are home friendly because we use the farmyard manual or household organic fertilizers. And cultivating indigenous vegetables require a low capital, a relatively small area. On the other hand, the exotic vegetable originates from the cool season, but it can thrive in Nigeria around the upland areas just and the damara. it is more popular in urban area but the downside is that there's poor demand and even cultivating it requires expensive special method poor seed formation and storage in warm season and examples of these exotic vegetables are beets, roots, the lettuce, the cabbage, the carrot and Exotic vegetables have this peculiar taste and texture and special cooking requirements. Most of these vegetables, the exotic ones, are consumed by the elite Nigerians. And it's not, people don't really fancy the taste like that. And I mean, butter, and that kind of thing. So, that's it for exotic vegetables. And see you in the next segment. Hello, so in this episode or this segment, rather, we'll be talking about the principles and practices of vegetable production. And the major influence in vegetable production is the climate this climate involves temperature, rainfall, humidity, wind, light, which is climate is the most limiting factor when it comes to the production of vegetables. Temperature can be split into two, that is the atmospheric temperature and the soil temperature. And this affects germination, photosynthesis, respiration. Rainfall, however, affects the timeliness of planting. Humidity affects the pest incidence. Wind affects transpiration and erosion. While light influences photosynthesis, and light in the sense that the quality for equality for um, equality life can be divided into three quality the intensity and the period you know the intensity quality and period has influences on photosentences dry um, accumulation germination and many more like that so <clears throat> The optimum temperature for vegetables is around 7 to 35 degrees Celsius and 7 to 13 are cool seasons, vegetable and 14 to 35 are warm season. The early maturing cauliflower produces what we call cord, and it requires high temperature. Whereas, the late maturing cauliflower produces no cods and it requires low temperature. So what are the principles in vegetable production? Firstly, vegetable is a, is not a long-term investment like other orchard growers. Vegetables are not bound to produce this. Vegetable producers are not bound to produce the same crop each year. And vegetable producers might not really have much experience, but you know, we need skillful Uh, farmers or vegetable producers for sustenance of vegetable production because there's no stability in vegetable production as people can get in very fast and get out even faster and there's easy diversification when planting vegetables. Vegetable producers are they have more intensive production management per unit area. So what are the practices, after we looked into the principle, what are the practices of vegetable production? Vegetable production can be practiced as home gardening, which means the planting of vegetables for family, for family purpose. It is not for market demand, rather it's also a tax-free type of vegetable farming. We also have market gardening. In this case, it supplies both the family and market urban demand, And in this particular um, type of practice, it is not a tax-free uh, practice. Commercial production is an extensive type of vegetable production practices that requires market demand. And we have to put some factors as well into consideration, like the climatic and edaphic factors. example of edaphic factors is the soy. Another one is vegetable production for processing, because most industries that process vegetables into secondary goods like oil, paste, sauce, this is the kind of practices they use vegetable for. We can also practice vegetable by vegetable forcing, which means growing vegetables out of season. You can also grow vegetable in a controlled environment like the greenhouse house or the greenhouse just for intensive care and good production or high production. Then the seed producers, this one are the ones that are interested in the seeds part, in the seed part, maybe for later processing, but this um uh, set of vegetable producers produce seeds majorly. So let's go to the next segment where we'll talk about factors affecting vegetable production and we'll look into cropping systems. So, welcome back and in this segment, we'll be talking about factors affecting vegetable production. The first one is the human factor and the second one is the material factor. And under the human factor, we have three sections, like the, I mean three elements, like economic element, institutional element, and the social element. I'll talk about that soon. Then the material, we have the climatic factor and the edaphic factor. The climatic factor in the sense that rain is unpredictable temperature. Um, when temperature is high pest incidence and disease harvest temperature can affect your vegetable production <clears throat> then the element of human factor like the economic element, the economic policy you know can affect your vegetable production you know, in relative to price of inputs and outputs then also, Transport, water supply, health services that are supposed to be provided, can affect the that supposed to be provided for farmers, can affect um, vegetable production. The institutional elements on the other hand, grading and taxation, extension services, land laws and credit. And on the social end, we have the culture and customs access to capital and distribution of labor. And Under the climatic factors, then, I talked about light quality, that is the tissue differentiation and germination, that is what the light quality affects and the light intensity affects the rate of dry accumulation and the photo period, which is the duration of that light affects the behavior and physiology of the plant. So let's move into cropping system. Uh, Cropping system is defined as a system of pattern of growing crop in terms of combination and sequences and time and space in addition to cultural practices. So a system is practically um, an environment where there's interaction or interaction between one or two or more components is allowed, you know, to react to the environment. And the ecosystem is when organisms or living entity react with their environment. And the agro system, agro ecosystem, is now bringing agriculture and the ecosystem together. And what is the crop system? The crop system entails of the soil, crop, weed, and all the system of I mean, these components interacts together to form the system, known as the crop system, and I've defined cropping system. Please note that crop system and cropping system is quite different. So the practice of growing only one type of crop in a given area of land at a time is known as monoculture where you practice only one type of crop in a given area of land. And this time there is no composition between time and space and the only condition you can even come across is the one with your crop and your Another system is the mixed farming system. This is where farmers practice um, a system that combines grain of crop and rearing of livestock on the same field which is um, <coughs> called mixed farming and another practice that is um, well i would like call it that is totally different from monoculture is the multiple cropping and this is the practice of growing more than one crop on the same piece of land multiple cropping core cause intercropping, sequential cropping and crop rotation. So when we talk about the intercropping intercropping is the practice of growing more than one crop plant species simultaneously on the same piece of land and we have four types of this intercropping we have the mixed intercropping in this case there is no distinct, arrangement of your uh, component of the crop. You just mix everything together. Then the row intercropping is where you plant your uh, component crops in alternative rows or you make them follow a particular pattern. Then the strip intercropping is where strips are narrow enough to interact agronomically where each strip contains a particular type of crop. Just like on the cropping but on the big piece of land then strip in different strips you plant the, uh, the different crops mostly two or more. Then relief really cro- cropping is a type of cropping that one is planted before you add the next plant. Just plant that you must have planted must have been getting to a reproductive stage. And patchy is planting of two or more crops in a small contiguous patches or mound um, for for interaction, for, for close interaction. So in intercropping there's something we call the additive series and the replacement series. The additive series the crop is sown 100% of its recommended population in pure stand and it is called the base crop. And another crop is now introduced by adjusting that plant, plant geometry, like you look for spaces for other crops. And we also have the replacement series. In this case, both crops are called the component crop and by its clarifying proportion of one component and on another is introduced which means as we plan for A, we will also plan for B then <coughs> we move to sequential cropping and this is the under multiple cropping so the practice of going through a more cropping sequence on a piece of land in a year I repeat principle of growing 2 or more crops in sequence on a piece of land in a year is known as sequential cropping and it could be double sequential, triple sequential or quadruple. Double means 2 crops, triple, three crops, quadruple, 4 crops or ratonin which is the cultivation of crop regrowth after harvest. So in the next one, okay, let's quickly look into crop rotation. this is the practice of growing two or more different crop type in plant sequence for specified number of years. It could be two years, it could be four years, it could be five, seven, depending on your own personal um, personal opinion. Then, or sometimes you have to consider certain factors factors as well. So the crop rotation combines the inter. intercropping and the sequential cropping so what are the principles of this crop rotation the principles are tap roots must be followed by fibrous roots leguminous plants must be followed by not after leguminous plants must be planted after non-legumes exhaustive plants must be followed by less exhaustive ones and white space should be included when planting crop rotation then <clears throat> let's move. Okay, we have agroforestry, which is the practice of integrating the raising of tree crops and arable farming by mixing these two together. It is also known as the growing crops under tree canopy. We also have the alley farming, which is an advanced agroforestry practice by growing two or more crops in an alley of hedgerows of young trees. Of multiple of those trees, and these trees that are grown in early are usually nitrogen fixers. So, see you in the next segment for nursery establishment and field establishment. All right, so welcome to a new segment, and in this segment, we'll be looking at Nursery establishment techniques and field establishment. So, a place where young uh, seedlings are raised under intensive care before transplanting into the field is known as nursery. And the advantage of nursery is that economic because it avoids wastage of seeds. It gives uniform or uniform roots. The selection of seed as well matters because they help select strong, vigorous, vigorous and healthy plants. And in the nursery they get better care than sowing and if you have the field. But the disadvantage is that you need high it it involves high cost of labor. So what are the factors you need to consider before determining a nursery location? Firstly is water supply. Secondly, labor supply. Thirdly, your soil fertility. Fourthly, the slope or topography and five fifty or whatever accessibility. Your housing must be accessible to to roads so as to get supply of adequate facilities. So, what are the nursery tools that we have? We have cutlass, we use it to clear our beds. We have hole to make huge ridges of beds. We have anchor for transplanting or spreading matter. Well. We have garden fork, used to using soil and manual spreading as well, or mixing compost. We have digging matter used for putting small stumps. We have the wake used for leveling and breaking up crumbs. We have garden line. Garden line is used to plumb the field. Then we have watering cans to supply water. Tape for measurement of the beds. Then ranging pole, which is used for marking. Nursery duration of some vegetables like amaranthos is about twenty days in the nursery. Celosia, if we do on they use twenty one to twenty eight days. Onion is the longest. 45 to 55 days. Pepper, any type of pepper use 35 to 45 days. Cabbage and tomato use 25 to 35 days. So let's talk about field establishment. The first thing you do is land preparation. A land preparation involves the location. You need to know the disposition of what type of vegetable you want to plant. Mode of cropping, the season. So, all this land preparation should be considered. Then, clearing, which is the removal of vegetative cover. After clearing your level so as to facilitate plowing and harrowing, then, tillage practices can come in, which is mechanical manipulation of the soil. And this tillage is done to increase growth and yield, you know. Then <coughs> to break soil compaction, organic matter amendment, control weed, level the land. Then you have to put into consideration your erosion control and cover crops. So we're we'll waiting in the next segment for planting operations. Let go. come back, she that deep and this um, segment will be looking at planting, and planting could be sexual or asexual, and sexual in the sense by direct sowing of seeds, and asexual is without the, without the sowing of seeds, and yeah, just using word. Then, direct sowing can be broadcast or seed. After seed drilling, seed drilling might happen in the nursery, or this broadcast and drilling can happen in the nursery. Then, you now transplant because the process involved in transplanting is first you clear sides, you remove trash, then you prepare bed, you sow the seedling, you water them, then you create the sheet support for them. But um, <clears throat> let's talk about. Broadcast. Broadcast is simply spreading of the seeds over um, the area of it. Moving flows out to the soil before you spread it, you just throw it into the street, Then you have the seed drilling. This is putting, making fruits or holes then during the seasons So <clears throat> what are the plants routine operations after planting? You can thin. Thinning simply means the removal of one or reduction of a plant per stand when you have two plants per stand. So just remove the sort or new nutrient. and leave it for maximization and optimal growth. Then we have staking and staking is meant to provide support and aside support it also enhances the food quality. Staking is done mainly for climbing vegetables and vegetables with big stem. We also have what we call supplying. This is supplying uh, spaces that are not germinated, so you have to supply them seeds so as to maximize the potential or the the space of the land. We also have mulching, which is covering crop. It's it's, it's a measure just to conserve soil moisture. We also have watering. you know, everybody knows that your crop needs water. Fertilizer application to improve fertility and improvement of f- um, fertilizer or improvement of fertility rather helps in improving yield. Then you have to control pests and diseases and you have to weed as well. So we'll be moving into harvesting two. Harvesting is carried out once or several. Harvesting can be done maybe by total removal or by rattoning. And the techniques are topping, digging or lifting. Some fruit vegetable can be harvested by picking. So what are the maturity indices of harvest? The signs and indicator that it is the right time for harvest. Firstly, is the onset of ripening. You have to check the optimal vegetative growth and food or seed maturity. And one precaution you have to take before harvesting and or during harvesting and is to harvest on the cool days. So, what are the post harvest practices? Post harvest practices like processing. Um, <coughs> process, you have to trim, wash, slice and dehydrate some leafy vegetables, and then really store for a very long time though. Then you can blanch them in hot water or you process them to paste. When I talk about transplanting, there's a difference between transplanting and transplant. Transplanting is the process. Transplant is the plant you have transplanted to the field. They call those plants on the field transplant. Transplant is a result of what you have in the nursery. So we have different types of bed. We have the waste bed. We have the flat bed. Uh, the sunken bed. Then we have the mound. And we also have the windows. Another post-harvest practice is One, you cannot stop vegetable for long. Why? because it is highly perishable and you can store them only for short term by using clay pot. You can use refrigerator for some and for the seeds for storing of the seed requires 10 to 15 degrees Celsius. You can also process the seeds. Firstly you thresh them after threshing you reno. Winnow means blowing off of shaft and you clean. After cleaning you dry. Then after you have dried, then you can all package them. So another post harvest of national processing, national storage, and the last but not least is marketing. Marketing is the movement of vegetable to access area. Good. And after moving vegetables to access area, vegetables must be on good nature. And the time of arrival to the market matters. And Then the quality and quantity demanded of vegetable is also important. And lastly, packaging is a very good marketing strategy for vegetable. You have to package very, very well. So that will be that on this HRT five zero one, and I hope this is enough and sustainable to at least dash you an A in this course, I did my test, I did my test very well and I know you guys who also have done yours very well. So shout out to some of my friends in HRT like Aja Victoria, I know Prince Will, I know Israel, I know OT, OT, Magic. J, um, there are a lot of people I know, I'm going Many more people who so have forgotten to call their name I with you all, so thank you very much and I wish you